The scripture readings today give us an incredible lesson in leadership by contrasting King Herod and the wise men, the kings from the east. The wise men see a special star appear in the sky and they begin to follow it, not knowing exactly to where or to what it will lead. While following the star, they meet King Herod, who upon learning that a new king has supposedly been born, has his own evil interest in the matter. He asked the wise man to find the child and bring him back so that he too can go and worship the newborn. While we know the rest of the story, the wise man followed the star, found the new king, and upon seeing him, placed their gifts at his feet. What happens to them afterwards? Well, there are all kinds of legends about their journey back home. But these, while interesting, aren't exactly helpful. We don't really know what happened to them afterwards. And that's exactly the point. Their slipping away into anonymity is a crucial part of their gift. The idea is that they now disappear because they can disappear. They place their gifts at the feet of the young king, and they can now leave everything safely in his hand. His star has eclipsed theirs. Far from fighting for their former place, the kind of the wise leaders, the, the one who showed the way, well, they now happily ceded to him. Like old Simeon, they can happily exit the stage saying, Now, Lord, you can dismiss your servants. We can die. We're in safe hands. That's the attitude of the wise men. Now, Herod reacts in exactly the opposite way. The news that a new king has been born threatens him at his core, since he is himself a king. The glory and light that will now shine upon the new king will no longer shine on him. So what's his reaction? Well, far from laying his resources at the feet of the new king, he sets out to kill him. Moreover, to ensure that his murderers find him, he kills all the male babies in the entire area. The real difference between the wise men and Herod, the lesson for us today is this. The wise men see new life as a promise, and they bless it. King Herod sees new life as a threat, and he curses it. This is a rich story with a powerful challenge. What is my own reaction to new life, especially to life that threatens me, that can take away some of my own popularity, my sunshine, the adulation which I enjoy. Can I, like the wise men, lay my gifts at the feet of the young and move towards anonymity and eventual death, content that the world is in good hands, even though those hands are not my own hands? Or like Herod, will I feel that life is a threat and try somehow to kill it, lest its star somehow diminish my own. 
to bless another person is in a way to give away some of one's own life so that the other might be more resourced for his or her journey. Well, good parents do that for their children. Good teachers do that for their students. Good pastors do that for their parishioners. Good politicians do that for their countries. And good elders do that for the young. They give away some of their own lives to resource the other. The wise men did that for Jesus. When we look around the world, in every part of the world, we see so-called leaders clinging to power and ruthlessly getting rid of their competition. We see this with Vladimir Putin in Russia, Donald Trump in the USA, and a little closer to home, any number of dictators in Africa who change the constitution of their country so that they can stay in power. One of the differences between the leader of a liberation movement and a statesman is the ability to surrender power, either to a successor in your party or to another party at the ballot box. And it strikes me how few statesmen we have in our continent, or even, dare I say it, in our own country. How do we react when a young star's rising begins to eclipse our own light? Do we nurture and mentor them, or do we try and kill their light, preferring the darkness of decay and death to anybody else's light?